0: Top of the morning, y'all, 8.54 a.m. On the morning walk, about five minutes in, not too too much in, kind of late start. It's been a busy, busy time, but it's been all busy times for blessings, um, getting ready for eventful day today. Y'all know I work from home, fully remote, but today I'm going to be hanging out with the health equity team, um, seeing some of the um, outreach and um, you know health issues and health gaps that they are addressing here in Broward County. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, some of this came from, not even some of this came from connecting with people at um, the conference in Boston, um, connecting with Dr. O, the CEO of Health Equity. And we ended up doing lunch and now we're getting back together for this. So, you know, just sharing that with y'all, just another testament of what I say any means of Hustle Plus Faith and connecting and getting out your comfort zone and being available. So really excited about that. Hope y'all enjoyed the last episode, um, you know, talking about the end of the month as we are on the first of the day of March. Um, I haven't really came up with my focus for March, like my word or my, you know, thing to, to uh, like to tap in on, but I know like March Madness is cliche, but that's really how I feel. I feel like this is about to be a grand month. Um, spent a lot of money last month between, I think, birthday and traveling and other stuff, so i uh, going to use this month to kind of grind out because I got some stuff um, going on in April. But uh, today, I um, had a lot of things I wanted to talk about, but I wanted to talk about today. Uh, I wanted to talk about Ryan Harris. I mean, I hear me talk a lot about Ryan and those who know me, those who don't know me. I uh, was my childhood best friend that got killed in 2008 um, at 15. And, um, you know, always thinking about Ryan. Shout out to Roddy, his brother. Shout out to his mom. Michelle, shout out to the Harris family. So, always on my mind, whether talking to them or not talking to them, whatever the case is. Um, but I had got a call the other day. Um, the person who allegedly supposed to be responsible for, um, you know, um, his fatality, he ended up meeting his, uh, death the other day. And, um, you know, I guess for some people that's considered justice. Uh, street justice or, you know, karma or lick for a lick, eye for an eye. I um, mean, you know, I definitely firmly believe in karma that things always gonna come back to get you, whether it's directly to you or around you. And, um, you know, it's 15 years later, so you know, it shows you how karma could never handle no time. But uh it's also just a thing for me, like, it wasn't nothing um, that hit the emotion of, like, celebration or there was nothing that hit an emotion of like, oh, good, or, finally, you know? And I don't think this is solely deal with me being older. It's just also always been me, right? I just always thought about all parties involved with anything. <laughs> you know, we was growing up and they you know, had the neighborhood fuse going on and stuff happening. I was thinking about both sides all the time. I think genuinely, just because my heart, you know, something happened to one person, I'm thinking about their mother, I'm thinking about their siblings, or thinking about how that's going to affect them. So. <laughs> Um, it's funny just to see how my life has continued to go and the things that I'm interested in and the spaces I've been able to be in and work and help on that community level. It's kind of like it was almost always destined, but yeah, man, I just wanted to dedicate the day, uh, to Ryan. Just, you know, like I so said, always think about him and found this out. But you know, when we talk about motivation, when we talk about purpose, um, we talk about what keeps you going, there's a lot of things, but that's really like the sole thing. Like that's what turned me up. Like, you know, I I come from a great family. I feel like I always had a good path, a good track going on, right? But, you know, 06 to 08, it was some tough years. It was the, you know, we was, uh, you know, just getting into high school, graduating middle school. um, You know, people find themselves. It was a different time. You know, you spend most of your time outside of your parents' um, supervision when you're in school and you're doing after school programs and all that stuff, so... Yeah, it was it was a it was a different time, you know, going from middle school to eighth grade, and you know, people you was once cool with, it's like y'all yeah, start beefing over nothing. This person gotta pick their side. This person gotta pick their side. You know, depending on where they grew up at, you know, it was just part of life. And you know, through sisters, neighborhood fuse that none of us can even say how it started. Man, I lost some good friends, and I ain't saying like by death, well, I'm saying just about, um. You know, not associating no more, but I lost some good friends over that stuff, bro. Like, when y'all really look back on it, you know, dudes' houses I used to be in, chilling with their mother and all that stuff, and then you talking about a year or so later, you saying these dudes acting like, they don't know you from a can of paint, or, you know, they trying to get up on you, like, it's crazy, right? So I say that to say is, you know, 06 to 08 was a lot of change, graduated middle school, um, you know, people going to high schools, you know, DC doesn't have like a neighborhood school, so we was kind of spread out throughout the city. And um it was just so much going on and you know, like leading up to that, you had people getting locked up, you had people getting shot, um you had people having babies, you know, all this. We like fifteen, sixteen, you know? And the ultimate thing for me was March sixteenth, two thousand eight, when Ryan got killed. And I said like before that, you know, a good friend got locked up, another good friend got locked up. Shoot, a couple of other people got killed. Just so much going on. But that was, like, literally one of my first friends. Like, me, Ryan, Dante, Dene, Deja, you know, Leslie, uh, Bria, pa- like, these are like, I'm talking about pre-kindergarten, Miss Favre's class, four years old. You know, literally remember walking into the classroom, you know, I remember Dante and Ryan. Those were my first two friends, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First two friends, like, you know, before I started school. Um, and Ryan was always into something. Like, you know what I mean? He was always into something, man. You know, always trying to do something or, uh, just being a bad kid for real, you know? And, um, yeah, you know, just going through losing a friend that early, um, at 15, you know, that was like my first, first, like, real experience of losing somebody that close and losing them to the streets. And, um, I go back and just say the motivation piece is that, you know, when Ryan got killed, I just was like, all right. You know, like I said, so much other stuff happened before. I was like, all right, bro, you got to get into your, your, your like zone. You know, you this can't be your route. I ain't want to lose no more friends. I just, there's just so much going on. So oh uh, wait, I had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life as well. I'm 15, 08, I'm at a new school. Um, I'm in the process, I man, I almost had a baby at 15. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a lot going on. So, once that happened in 08, you know, one bro got locked, another bro got locked, Ryan got killed. I'm almost becoming a father. Um, it's so much stuff going on, right? Another bro got locked, one of my close friends I was hanging with her every day, MM got locked up. So, I feel like I'm on the island. And then what? MM closed. So, MM closed, and I ended up going to McKinley. And I know y'all probably think I'm um, getting off topic, but I'm showing you how all this relates. So, as I left MM, got to McKinley, which is a way better school, way better environment. I'm just there, you know, fall of 08, Ryan gone. Everything's happening at once. I'm just like, geez. I'm in fear if something's gonna happen to me. You know what I'm saying? And, and if something happened to me out of like, I wasn't even doing nothing wild, but I was associated with some wild people, like, you know, in this association. Sometimes people think, like, oh, you pick your friends. Yeah, you kind of do, but nah, we all from the same neighborhood. Our moms went to school together. Our uncles and cousins went to school together. So essentially, we like family. You know, D.C. don't have no gangs. This ain't no, oh, I'm in this gang, I'm in this this. Nah, we grew up in the same neighborhood, so we cool. But uh, going away to McKinley, man, I was kind of, like, getting into the space where I just was, like, kind of blocking people off. I didn't want to make any more friends. When it came to, like, dating chicks and stuff, you know, I was a little, like, hesitant. Because I just pretty much experienced, like, loss from people I was, like, close with. It kind of was making me think, oh, this is the way that you got to go to overcome, you know, some of these ob- obstacles. Like, you know, to overcome this, you got to have an ice-cold heart. You got to not let people in, right? Um, when I got to McKinley, it was a total different environment that changed my life for the better. But the thing with Ryan dying is that it just made me want to do everything that everybody else did not get to do do things that he did not get to do. We're talking about a kid that got killed at 15 years old, shot in the head twice. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, crazy. This is ridiculous, right? But as we're growing up, some of this, like I said, I, this is looking at it as the norm, because it's, like, it's happening to me, it's happening to my cousins, it's happening to my friends at the street, it's happening to other people I go to school with, and some of this stuff is happening way more. You know what I mean? Like, I came from a neighborhood Northeast. Like, we had our share of violence, but it wasn't no you know, super hot spot or it wasn't, you know, stuff happening every single night, every day like some of the other nearby neighborhoods. So when you, like, go through that stuff in a small city, you just think it's the norm. You know, you just think it's just regular. But when I got to McKinley, man, it just taught me so much more about friendships and and leading and being yourself and, you know, still coming from the environments but going against the grain. Um But when Ryan had died, like, that had took me, and that's still to this day something I took with me all the way as far as my motivation, right? So just fast forwarding from McKinley, went to Delaware State University, first year, Esther Renee Smith alumni. She was at a freshman form and she had this book called There's More Inside. So that was part of our freshman form. We got the book for free, you know, read it and all those type of things, right? So, uh, once I, um, once I, um, read the book, there was something in there. And it said, uh, when you find your pain, you find your purpose, right? And that one small quote, quote is stuck with me because I was at the time trying to figure out what do I major in? What am I here for? What do I have going on? Um, all those different types of things, okay? So I took that quote. I remember having a picture around on my wall. I remember always saying, you know, all the pain I experienced is gonna be my purpose. My find your pain, find your purpose, right? And that's still my thing I carry with me to this day. I had a mindset of, like, I didn't want any other child to experience what I experienced, right? And you get older and realize, you know, it's kind of, kind of can avoid that, <laughs> unfortunately. But I knew part of my purpose is going to be using that pain to fuel my purpose. And we talk about motivation on here. When we talk about how to be motivated. That's one of the things you got to find. You know, whether it's emotion, whether it's a loss, whatever it is, find your trigger and find what motivates you to keep going hard. So in the case of losing Ryan, man, it's, a, you know, still to this day, I sometimes think about serious because it's just wild. It's like that's not what life is supposed to be. You know, when we talk about black life, black community, black culture. Right. Like I said, some of this stuff became norm because you see it so much. You hear it in the music. Somebody die. You get their face on the shirt. You go to the go. Go. You celebrate them. You do a community day and then remembrance, you know, all those type of things. But the thing is like, why this ever had to happen? You know, and I say that to say just like, you know, being able to be in this new environment down here in Florida, like, I miss DC and I love DC, but sometimes being away from here, like it's almost like a, I don't even know the words are kind of for, but it's almost like a, I'm doing what I'm supposed to continue to do. Meaning that, you know, being able to leave DC, go away to school, being able to just travel the world state to state, do new things, man, make new partnerships, you know, do things that like Ryan ain't get to ever do, do things that a lot of the men that died and went to jail ain't never get to do. And it's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a burst of emotions. You know, it's a burst of emotions because at the same time that could fuel you, but then at the same time you get survivor's remorse, then at the same time you think what have coulda, shoulda. But I say all this to say is that, man, um, you know, remembering somebody and when I went to see Equalizer 2, there was a quote in uh, the movie, and it said, If somebody dies, uh, when someone dies, you don't remember them out loud, they die twice. And you know, I can say since 08, man, up said, you know, I always just love to mention Brody's name. I always love to talk to people about him in story. I always love to honor him in any way that we can. And I actually got some um, ways I'm trying to partner with the city to do some things in the neighborhood to remember him. Um, To try to, you know, shed light on the issue that, unfortunately, 15 years later, is still relevant in the city and cities across America. And that's youth violence and, you know, youth murders and those type of things. So, yeah, man, um, Ryan, dog, (laughs) Ryan was one of a kind, man. And I'm just on this walk thinking about bro and thinking about all the things we went through. And, uh, you know, I think I'm just grateful for the plan that God had for my life. but yeah, that's, uh, that's something that I'm gonna always carry with me. Um, even down here in Broward, like I said, I'm getting ready to go to the YMCA up the street and see what the, uh, health equity community engagement team is doing. Um, and I'm happy for that. Um, as well as I made some connections with the high schools down here, the volunteer Blanche Ely high school over there in Pompano under leadership of principal, uh, Tavares Williams. Good brother, man. I met uh, a couple of weeks ago at the gun violence forum. So as I'm saying this, too, like when we talking about Ryan and talking about, you know, these unfortunate situations, this is where this comes from, because it's like I said, down here, I'm fully remote. I work, you know, at the computer, I'm doing human resources work. Um, but I'm always find a way wherever I'm at to get in the mix of what's going on with our people, what's going on with our communities and figure out how I can help. Um, you know, at the same time, it's like sometimes I get into these spaces without even trying because I think it's just part of your calling, your favor and what God got set up for you. But yeah, every time I'm down here, man, if I see a youth or if I see a youngin' or literally yesterday I got lost and I rode past the detention center in Miami and I was just thinking about, you know, just thinking about the youngins. Like, dang, right? you know, some of these youngins, this won't be their, you know, their de- their destiny for the rest of their lives. Some of them won't be able to make it out, but you know, statistics show, when you start off as a juvenile offender, you could become an adult offender, you know, the, the likelihood is way more higher than those who don't. So. Yeah, man, we have 15 minutes. <laughs> Normally, I try to keep these under 10. But um, I just wanted to share that today with y'all. Um, I know I did a lot of talking and talking, but the purpose of this was just to highlight, man, when you go through something bad, a bad situation, it does not have to be bad for the rest of your life. It does not have to um, affect you in a negative way. It doesn't have to send you in a sense of depression. You can use it as a tool to keep you motivated and keep you going. You know, man, I miss Ryan to death. Love him. Um, I wish life could have worked out a different way, but it didn't. And then when I say hustle, Quest faith, you know, you never could forget your faith. Everybody got their different religion, but you know, my faith and my belief—I know everything happens through God's will, the good and the bad—and we don't understand it sometimes. And sometimes we just gotta respect it and trust it. But um, you know, that was a, a situation where you know, just really turned triumph, uh, tragedy into triumph, like they say. And um, I just wanted to share that with y'all today, is that if you take a loss, if it's death, if it's losing a job, if it's a divorce, um, if it's a money issue, if it's a friendship, if it's a family, um, you know, family member, and y'all at odds, and y'all might not ever speak. Whatever it is, like, whatever is negative, you just gotta use it, and you gotta try to turn it into a positive. So, y'all have a great day on this Wednesday. We're in the first of the month, it's March 1st. I'm feeling hype. I'm feeling good. You know, we're on the third month. Before you know it, it's going to be July. Before you know it, it's going to be Thanksgiving. We're going to be talking 2024. So, y'all, crush the rest of this week. Y'all, crush the weekend. Y'all remember, hustle plus faith equals success. We'll catch y'all on the next one. Thank you for tuning in to Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station, where hustle plus faith equals success.